Welcome to A Slice of Orange, a podcast on North Orange County politics. And I am so pleased to uh, have Dr. Vicki Calhoun, who recently joined our Fullerton Joint Union High School board as a trustee. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. And Fullerton College, I love Fullerton College. I'm a hornet for life. I've been there. I love it. I love it. And uh, I was a cheerleader for two years and I won the potato bowl under Hal Sherback. I got the best, best foundation going on to a four year um, from Fullerton College. So I was so grateful to the community college. And if anybody goes there, stay there because you're going to get a great academic foundation. And I love Fullerton College. That's I love the community great. college. And, yes. and, and you're a product of Fullerton schools to begin with, right? You, you started yes. in elementary school. So tell okay. me a little bit about growing up in Fullerton, the schools well, you went to. I went to, um, when I first started, um, they segregated the schools, they bust us out. So I had started at Maple School, which is in a more, uh, well, lower socioeconomic area. Your neighborhood school. Yeah, South Fullerton. And then when I, after second grade, they bust me to Laguna Row, which is mostly the most affluent school back then. Yeah. And I learned a whole different world there. Sure. I mean, it was completely different. I was, I was ridiculed. I was called names because I am African American. I um, was the only black kid in my classroom. Right. Um, you know, it was very difficult at times. But then um, I started getting embraced by most of the um, families there, and spent a lot of time in Sunny Hills. Mm-hmm. Where I, I wouldn't have the experience that I've had. You know, riding, um, riding uh, horses after school. Um, going to the tennis, uh, Fullerton Tennis Club and having yeah. Shirley Temples. I had never had a Shirley Temple before. Sure. Um, I I got a whole different life up there and I loved it. I loved everything. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that I got. And and for for people who have never heard about the busing, this is this attempt, you know, when neighborhood schools are zoned uh, socioeconomic, you know, you end up with people of different socioeconomics all being at the same or the same socioeconomic all being at the same. And so this was um, an attempt to integrate the schools and and busing was used to move people from one school to another. And, uh, you know, it's it's hard to know the pros and cons because I think there is a, a lot of positive things that come out of it. Obviously, it was a rough start. Um mm-hmm. You know, I, and and I kind of wonder, like, is there a better way? Well, I think had I stayed down here and went to school, I would have had a different experience. Yeah, um, I would have. It's had hard to know those what ifs. Yeah, it's hard to know, but I, then a lot of a lot of ones didn't weren't successful that after because yeah. they didn't have the they didn't have the foundation that I had. You know, growing up, um, my parents were from Atlanta. You know, my grandpa marched with Martin Luther King. Um, he was a minister. Um, my they they desegregated the um, schools in '54, and my my grandpa signed on that legislation so that some Amazing. of my aunts and uncles got to go to uh, a different type of school, like I did. So it was it was desegregated. Yeah. So and it was I, really interesting. And I think what's so interesting about the story and Kamala Harris talking during the debates about being bust and you know Ruby mm-hmm. Bridges. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, it, it is just the idea that you look at the history books and think it's so long ago, but this is in people's lifetime. Right. And I, I was going to say, you got, um, uh, what's her name? That's, uh, 
found the bus. Um, Rosa Parks. Yeah, Rosa oh, Parks sat. Yeah. And Ruby walked. Yeah. And you got Miss Miss uh, Kamala running. Then she yeah. won. Yeah. So it gives me a lot of hope for an uh, African American woman who has a doctorate right. that wants to be in leadership. And being on the board has given me so much um, insight on how schools are ran and how they're supposed to be ran. And with this COVID going on, I want to make sure that students are safe. And And Fullerton High School has an interesting model. For those of you who aren't familiar with with Fullerton, you have, it's it's outside Fullerton limits. You've got La Habra and and Buena Park schools as well. Um, And and there's choice. Students can choose. So not the busing model, but certainly there can be choice in where you want to go to school. And so the six high schools allow that. And and I think it has a nice model of allowing students to choose uh, yeah. where they want to go. And, and some of the schools have different specialties. Like um, Troy. Troy is definitely yeah. top of the list. So Troy is one of our top schools in California. And yeah. A lot of people there do an exceptional project. They test in and they do very well. Yeah, and then we have uh, our, our continuation school. We have La Sierra and La Vista that we can get the kids right. up to our at-risk kids. Yeah. and then we got Buena Park, La Harbor, Fullerton, uh, Sonora, yeah. uh, Sonora, La Harbor, and did I miss anybody? Uh, Sunny Hills. Sunny Hills. Yes. Love Sunny Hills. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my friends went to Sunny Hills after leaving Laguna Road. I miss all them. But yeah, it was a great, that's a great school. All of them are great. Yeah. And I think that's the nice thing is that each of them, you know, just like when I talk to to college students about transferring and and where they want to go, you know, just because a school is high ranked doesn't mean it's right for you. Right. Like it's about finding the best fit. And so just like that, each of the high schools has, you know, some like thing that they're highlighting some specialty. Yeah. I think as oh we set, forgot Sonora. Sonora is more the medical side. Yeah. Um, I know uh Fullerton is more the arts. Yeah. And you know, so we have and I think Sunny Hills got STEM. So yeah. we got a we got a variety of schools and you're right. Everybody can go where they want to go in our district. It's a it's a as nice there's availability. Yeah. Yeah it is. Yeah. yeah so yeah. tell us a little bit about why you were interested in running. What draws you to leadership? Well, let's see. Um, I've always just been on my own and I've always had to be a leader. So going up to Laguna Road, I have to stand on my own. So I just learned leadership skills and I always wanted to get along. I always wanted to work with people and I learned that everybody's the same, even if we have different backgrounds. Um, I know a lot of more people have more financial advantages than me, but I kind of saw it and I wanted to and I aspired to do that. That's why I went on to Florida College. San Diego State, got my counseling degree over at Loyola Marymount, and then I got my doctorate in organizational leadership and emphasis in education. So I just, I just always been a leader. I, after school, I was a cheerleader at Pop Warner. I just always was on my, I, I danced to my own drum, I guess. I just was always a leader. I never was a, a major follower. I was kind of by myself because I was down here by myself that did extracurricular activities, East Fullerton, Bobby Sox. I love being active, but I just saw leadership. I saw yeah. my teacher in leadership roles. I saw uh, uh, the Fullerton College was my foundation. I saw a lot of a lot of my teachers doing really great things, like you. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go so, in that area. So you know, I, I, I love hearing when people are successful, sharing a little bit about that their obstacles and and when they haven't been successful, because I think sometimes we only see the filtered perfection. Mm-hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so your first run was not successful the first time you ran for office. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and often when I talk to women in, in politics, someone asked them to run. Someone mm-hmm. said. And so yeah. I'm wondering, did you have people who were encouraging you to run? What inspired you to jump into that first? Was the city council your first race? That was the first time I. Uh, no, no, I ran for uh, this board that I'm on now. Uh-huh. That was- yeah and then um Pam Keller was instrumental she's amazing my sister and Pam and Sharon were on drill team together yeah Sharon Cork Silva and I just knew them I was a little I was a little little kid in the background going oh what about me but they were the big girls and um I became involved in music so I wasn't around when they were all on city council and my sister was on the phone calling, vote for Sharon, vote for Pam, vote for Sharon, vote for Pam. And I would call from wherever I'm at on the road with the Red Hot Chili Peppers to go, what's going on? Yeah, we're going to come back to that. Huh? We're going to come back to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. But yeah, my sister would keep me abreast of what's going on with them. So when I got back, uh, I had my sister moved on to heaven and, and and Pam was there to pick me up. And she was like my sister. And she's like, they were all doing stuff with Loretta. And I was like, lost. I didn't know anything about politics. But seeing behind the scenes, how much they've done for the community and what they were doing for the community and changing different policies and making things happen. And I got, wow, I can get into this. So Pam was pretty much my go-to girl uh, and Sharon um, to move forward in this role. And uh, I finally got there due to great people in my community that knew that I had leadership skills, but yeah, I lost to uh, a board who had been there for many, 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 many years. Um, They had been there 40 years plus they were there when I was in high school. Right. And then I ran for city council because um, I just felt like I knew this community. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be a part of helping this community. And then yeah. I was yeah. successful by 244 votes. And then I went on and did that. So, yeah. and then I got this and nobody ran against me, I guess. And that was just right, beautiful. Right. Yeah. We had a and couple, was, we had a couple of offices. Um, and this was one where there was no challenger. And so you won, mm-hmm. which is a nice way to do it and avoid all the campaigning mm-hmm. and the fundraising and, and, yeah. uh, and all of that and get down to the governing. Which, yeah, yeah, exactly. But when, you got to have money to do this. I oh, mean, no. It takes money. And, and I think the lesson of, um, you know, supporting the next generation. And mm-hmm. and I know that you have already, before you even were elected, uh, you know, started reaching out to people who were running the cycle. Uh, and I think that that's what Pam Keller and Sharon Quirk Silva and so many in our community. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Josh Newman is is amazing about really helping people and, and, and identifying people and saying mm-hmm. you should run yeah. you should be involved you should do that and i yeah. think it's important to open the door and leave it open well yeah when i the first women's march um i was asked to sing so my band sang at the first women's march and that's where i met mr newman and mr newman or senator newman he gave me woman of the year in 2018 yeah. um for the arts so josh has been so wonderful yeah. such an advocate yeah always helping the community, always um, willing to, to talk about things going on. He is so smart 
And I'm so glad he's representing my area. I'm so grateful. I went out and I put signs all over people's yards, all over the neighborhood. So they knew that Josh was the person for the job. Yeah. And thank God he was successful. I am so And it's nice to see that. It's nice to see kind of a a, a community Mm -hmm. uh, that really supports other people. You know, Jay Chen just announced he's running for uh, for Congress in in the thirty oh uh, the 39th district, and you know he he ran against Ed Royce, who again, like your experience, mm-hmm. was just an entrenched incumbent that had been there for mm-hmm. so long. And what really impressed me about Jay Chen's first race was mm-hmm. it was like an army of young people mm-hmm. volunteering yeah. for him, and mm-hmm. he has stayed in touch with them. And you know they're everywhere now, and and, and that's I what think, you need. That's you what you army. really need. And yeah, you need that grass grassroots. I so, mean, they're the ones that talk to the people. Right. So tell me about uh the, the red hot chili peppers, because this is not usually on uh the, the biography of our elected officials. So right. tell us a little bit about touring with them. Okay, let me go back. I was at Fullerton College and these two guys from Valencia High School. Um asked me and my other friend to uh, Sadie Hawkins, but they were in a band and they played basketball. So Flea loved to play basketball. So they met Flea and we got, and then I, they said, Vicky, we got a big show. We got a big show. I was at San Diego state. And I'm like, what? You're, you know, you're dynamic, you're punk rock. I'm like, I don't know punk rock. I have no idea about punk rock music. Um, And he goes, okay, learn these songs. So I would drive home on the weekends and, we would uh, practice. I would learn their songs. And then we opened up for Toy Dolls, Dickies, and Agent Orange at the Hollywood Palladium. That was my first show. Rock, oh, my God. Wow. Rock, hair everywhere. Purple yeah. hair, green hair. I was a cheerleader. I was with, <laughs> I was kind of in a box where everything was, you know, yeah. we, went to, we went to the hotel or we went here or we got on the bus. or This was like rock and roll. I mean, right. punk rock. Asian orange that takes me back. Yeah, I know, right? And so I was like, "Who is this?" And then Mike Ness from Fullerton. Yeah, he's from Social Distortion. Yeah, you know Social Distortion, and I and I start learning about it. And then, if you don't know, No Doubt, the black guy was the lead of No Doubt, and he passed away. So then Gwen became the lead, and then her brother was playing keyboards, and then Tom, and then. We were, it was just like, I was, I didn't have any idea about music, <laughs> but my mom had us as children in the church choir. So I could sing. Sure. So we, I rocked that show. And then I was graduating that June or finishing up. A, I didn't finish one class and I had to come to Cal State Fullerton and finish it. But I went there and I, 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 I just started singing with them. And then Lee saw me and said, Hey, can you sing on, on the mother's milk record? They had just wow. lost Hillel. They lost Hillel. Um, yeah. And so the song I was featured on was Knock Me Down. If you see me getting high, knock me down. Yeah. And it hit the charts. And then Higher yeah. Ground hit the charts. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah. And it went on and on and on. And I just, I can't believe how. He's read the, he rode the rocket, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the right place at the right time. Because yeah. of the guys from Lynch High School being in punk rock that met him. They yeah. played basketball yeah. together. And Fullerton College is, it gave me so much. I'm telling you. Epicenter, yeah. Yeah, and I got to see the world. I got to travel. I got to, and then we did the college tours. So I got to travel and see like the Harvard Square and all over New York and KU, Kentucky University and Syracuse. I, I, it was a dream. 
Uh, it was yeah. a dream that I got to Amazing. experience that with Anthony, Lee, John, and Chad. So That's I love amazing. them. I will always love them. And they're good people. They I are the most it. beautiful, kind, giving, loving guys that I ever had the tour with. So yeah, yeah, I love them. And then I got to sing on other records and other things that I got to do because that opened the door for me. Because it opened the door. Yeah. 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 So that's how it happened. Blincha High School, Fullerton College, basketball. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So talking about first, you are the first African-American school board member of Fullerton Joint Union High School. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, everybody goes, why do you like punk rock music? You're black. (laughs) You're supposed to do R&B. What are you doing? Well, I kind of grew up listening to the Stones and the Beatles. And uh, my cousins would listen to uh, Chicago. Uh, I just got exposed, you know? And then, of course, my dad, 70s, 60s. You got Sam Cooke, Temptations, Aretha Franklin. So I just had a variety of music in my brain, but I never knew about punk rock. I never knew about that until I learned it. But, um, and then church music and, you know, gospel and singing in choirs. So I don't know. It's just something that happened. Right. Right. So being the first. Yeah. So I was the first black punk. Well, I was kind of like one of the first black. It's it's not the first time you've been the first. Yeah. I kind of was the first little black. Yeah. Me and the guy from No Doubt from Orange County pretty much were the first blacks to get into ska or I've seen back, well, I sing background for punk rock music. Right. And it just led me, but I've always been kind of a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. And I've always been kind of like loving music and loving people and entertaining. I've been a cheerleader all my life, all my yeah. life, since I was in third grade. So I have the moves and right. I also have a good voice. So that's how I went down. So yeah, yeah being yeah. the first African-American is it gives other African-American little girls hope that they can do it. They can, yeah. be, you know, they're Ruby now, but they can be a Vicky or right. they can be a Kamala or, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, I, I, I was pretty much the first little African-American girl up at Laguna Road in Fullerton. So I've always been the first. So I just never gave up. I didn't have a lot of money, but people believed in me. They knew my character. They knew what I was about and they, called and said, you can do this. And I know I could. And that's why I'm sitting on the board today. And I am so happy. Everybody on that board is wonderful to me. They've guided me. Joanne. uh, Joanne Folly. Joanne Foxer. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor Jung and and, uh, Marilyn Bucci. Yeah. So they've all been. friend from League of Women Voters. Yeah. There she is. So I'm just, I'm thrilled that I have, I am the first African-American female, but I'm thrilled that I'm learning from great people that really and our yeah. students, our faculty, our yeah. support staff, everybody, they really think about the decisions they make and yeah. they really go with the data. And I, I really appreciate that. All so this all. is a tough time to be on a school board. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Really oh, tough yeah. decisions. No matter what you do, you're going to make people mad. Oh, yeah. Um, lots of people are pushing to reopen during mm-hmm. the pandemic, even mm-hmm. though, you know, we're still in the purple zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, and and so, how 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 do you go about making all those people happy? What what's your driving force? Well, it's, it's the data. That's it. You know, we all come together and we look at the data from the Orange County COVID dashboard. 
mm-hmm. and we have to we have to keep everybody safe, everybody. Yeah. And so I think that's where my vote came from was the dashboard of the county. Yeah, and so yeah. Um, it was still in purple, and it was twelve point nine. And uh, I know a lot of people are going back, but I have to make sure everybody's safe. And that's just right. my, that's my right. vote. That's where I, that's where yeah. my head goes. Well, and, and, and there are, you know, the, the whole time, you know, for 10, 11 months, we've been dealing with, you know, the variables just keep changing the situation. Yeah, and it's going down. It's, it's going, going down. down right but now. some of the new variants are, you know. I, we don't know, like the more. African one. The African, the Brazilian one, the one out of London, we got to be careful. They just said today, I'm not, I don't know if it's true, but something came out uh, out in South Carolina this morning. Right. Uh, so I, I'm not sure. So don't pick me up right. my word. That's yeah, it's, it's hard to I make decisions when, when the data just keeps changing and the information just keeps changing. So, yeah. so the, the, my priority is to make sure the students are safe. And to make sure they get a well-rounded education, and I think yeah. those are the two. And, and hopefully, our teachers will be able to be vaccinated and yeah. Yeah, yeah. and 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 be able to to return safely. I know we're all missing that interaction, but uh, yeah. being yeah. isolated sucks. I love being around people. Right. I love helping people. I really do. And I I know it, but we know fifty percent of the students. I think he said sixty percent. Yes, uh, were a stay-at-home. And the other 40 were one hybrid. So we have to look at everything, all the data and what's best for for families and how they can plan. Yeah. And what, you know, the the pandemic aside, um, what are you hoping to do on the board? Um, I'm I'm, just going to try to be more inclusive and making sure that we have good programs. And I'm going to do some pop-ups. I don't want, I know I put it out there, but. I want to maybe good pop-ups, like go to Troy and have Flea come and I'll go sing. If it, if it's okay with, with sure. the principals at, at sure. lunchtime, I'm sure. just going to pop-ups. I think that's, I think music brings people together. Yeah. So I can, you know, I'm going to try to do pop-ups at lunchtime. Maybe if they allow me to, I'm not, I haven't asked. Sure. Um, I, cause I know if they go to school, they'll learn and they'll go off to a four year or a two year and they'll be successful. I'm gonna do pop-ups. I'm gonna try just to be more inclusive and and yeah. really um, make sure they're safe. First of all, yeah. second of all, make sure our programs are what they need, or we're getting the money to the um, yeah. to the schools yeah. that that are really important to the students, and just help in, in any way I can. Um, I'm really looking forward to assisting at all the schools. I know my school, I, they put you in like a liaison. It's Buena Park. Okay. We, got some, we got some new stuff going on over there. We've got a new pool. I know Fortune's got a new gym. So yeah. we're we're just making good things happen so that yeah, that bond money is uh, that bond money is leading to some really great construction. Yeah. yeah. So, theaters yeah. in, in Mahabra and you know. So yeah. um obviously career tech education oh, is yeah. important. Oh, and yeah. your schools are doing some really good things with that. I know, you know, Fullerton High School's uh, my neighbor, so I, I know more about them, but uh, mm-hmm. the culinary program is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love food. Oh my God, I love right? food. I, I might have to go over there when they're having like a little feast. So I, can yeah, get, I can't wait taste. till they come back. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I feel bad that this is happening. I mean, I know a lot of kids are saying my yearbook's going to be small. Right. My, I can't go to prom. What right. about uh, after graduation night, uh, yeah. grad night? Um, I mean, man, you know, right. I feel my heart is broken, I but know. 
we have to do what's best for the families. Right. Right. And it's disproportionately, you know, that this, that this virus is disproportionately hitting, uh, you know, our Latino uh, and, oh. and African-American families, uh, you know, high density living, essential workers, it, it uh, pre-existing conditions, obviously. And so, yeah, our population at Fullerton College, the same concerns. Yeah. I've had a number of students who, uh, you know, have really been ill and, and, and have lost family members as, as so many of us ha- have experienced that. And that, you know, I think it's a balancing act uh, yeah. of, of what's been lost. Yeah. Um, thank God for Fauci and thank God yeah. for the vaccine. Thank God they're getting it out there and right. getting people vaccinated. I am so happy about yeah. the progress they're making. I know they're saying they're giving 16%, but as they can manufacture more, it's right. going to be more and more and everybody's going to be vaccinated. And that's my prayer. And that's my goal. And that's my, what I want for everybody. Yeah, everybody right. to get vaccinated. So they'll all be safe for their families. Cause lo- families. you know, a lot of people live with elderly parents and right. you've got to go. So it's, yeah. it's I'm, I'm just glad things are just happening now. So yeah. at the end of, at the end of every episode, I ask my guests some questions. And so let okay. me start, which, uh, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Don't stop. Keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. Never stop. Never give up on yourself. You know? And I I think of the words of, uh, of, he says, uh, what's his name? Um, He just passed away and he said, go get good trouble. You know, uh, yeah, John yeah. Lewis. John Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I got to see him at at Cal State Fullerton. Me too. Yeah. Uh huh. And never give up and never give in. That was yeah. another one he said, never give up and never give in. And I just always keep yeah. that in the back of my mind. I love John Lewis. It's just, he I went know. too soon. Too soon. I know. What a great So man. what's one book you like to rec- recommend to people? Well, I just wrote my book oh. and it's called <laughs> Dr. V's Red Hot Tips. And oh. basically it, it's a, it's a, it's a tip, a book. It's like, um, it's only about 60 pages and it gives you tips. So, you know, I work I with a lot that. of at-risk kids. So I give them tips, how to dress when you go on an interview, um, how to shake a person's hand that's 10 years older than you. That's all I've been told. I don't know if that's the etiquette way, but anybody 10 years old, you always thank them. I talk about how to dress, how to speak. Um, I talk about, um, tutoring and we have a tutoring center at Fullerton college, utilize the tutoring center. I talk about, Oh, I just have a, a wide range of tips that can help them be successful. And it's, I, I, Kind of started at like ninth grade to like sophomore in college. So yeah. community college, because they need the tip. So sure. it's called, and now we having that out in May. And I'm right. um, looking forward to uh, getting that out. And it's called Dr. V's Red Hot Tips. I love it. Yeah, it's I giving you a great it. tip. I'll send you a copy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just, giving, it's just some tips for students to be successful because I've worked with at risk and they don't have the foundation that I had. Sure. So it sure. gives them ideas like I want them to wear a little black skirt with a nice crisp white shirt that they can get at a thrift store because some people just don't have money. Sure. And just make sure if you have to, you know, polish your shoes and, you know, I just give them tips so they can be successful in their interview as well as. Someday people will see my shoes again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And just, you know, in academics, I struggled in math. So I was over at that tutoring center. Right. Every day, every day. I'm not going to lie. I was there and they knew my name. I would bring them candy. I was like, oh my God, I got to go there again because I have to be successful. I never sure. gave up. It's, never gave it's, up. A, it's an obstacle for a lot of people. And I think, you know, asking for help is a really, a really good tip. 
I know so, that a lot of people don't like to, so that's why I know. I know. So we got to get people to do that. So um, I'm looking for hopeful messages. It can get a little bleak these days as we're isolated and alone. So what's a hopeful message that you want to share? Like I think of John Lewis, never give up, never give in and keep going. And, you know, even if you're not going to a four year and you're going to a two year, get your career, be successful. Mm -hmm. um, Just do what you have to do and study. And if you need help, ask for help. I think that's the hopeful thing. If you need help, ask for help. Right yeah. now, money is tight, so um, there's resources on the campus that can help students, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important that they ask, because a lot of people are too embarrassed to ask. I'm not. I'm like, I, I'm going to tell you a little story. I, I was at Florida College, and um, Dr. Borst was our president, yeah, and Pam Borst was in, yeah, and Pam was in my dance class, and I didn't have lunch money. Now, I know this, I met him through Pam. I asked Dr. Boris for lunch money. Uh, and he's like, he said, I go, Pam, I asked your dad for $5 and I'll, I'll give it to you when I get it because I work at Taco Bell. And she's like, she just started laughing. But yeah, I uh, I, I do those so, kind of things. So actually, I got a great Dr. Boris story. He is the him. reason that I got hired at Fullerton College the first time because he was an adjunct professor at political science. Mm-hmm. And uh, got, uh, uh, you know, this is after he's already been president of the school and he's just teaching mm-hmm. one or two classes. And uh, he got hired as an interim superintendent somewhere mm-hmm. and he had to leave our campus. And so mm-hmm. they needed somebody last minute and they called on a Thursday and mm-hmm. said, can you work on Tuesday? The class starts. And I'm like, yes, I can. I love Dr. Mm-hmm. Bort. If he yeah. hadn't left, I wouldn't have a spot. So, yeah. Wait, I don't know if I told Pam, but I gave it back to him. Sure. He was a good guy. Yeah. He's a sweetie. And I'm so happy. I'm he so was, happy. He was an amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was a great leader. Yeah. Great leader. Yeah. So, so just finally, ask if you need help, ask. Yeah. Ask for help. I think it's a good, mm-hmm. good, good advice. Um, mm-hmm. So finally, who else should we talk to? Who in the community might not I have met that we should you? talk to for this podcast? Um, let's see. Have you talked to who else? I like the Owens Foundation. I think they give a lot of, um, I oh, think Shirley, Shirley Owens, she gives yeah, a lot yeah, of. That's uh, a great idea. They help yeah. so many people. Oh my God. They totally do. They give out sketchers to all the kids over at Orange Thorpe on yeah. Christmas. I don't know yeah. if they can't do it right now. I don't know. Maybe they did. Yeah, but I think I'm not she, sure. I don't know if they did or not, that's but that's, that's a good one. And then you talk to the women's club. I haven't yet. Women's of Fullerton, they do a lot of uh, helping the community and uh, they're really great. I have to transition. You know, we've been talking about so many candidates and so many elected folks because it was the election. And so now we can talk to some community members who are really improving our our neighborhoods. And Fred Young, he's a new city council. Yeah, I got to interview him and Nick Dunlap, our newly elected city council members. That was a yeah, he put me on his community development board. I so saw, I'm a commissioner. Yeah, I'm a commissioner. Yeah. So I, I guess I'll be to, uh, Jose Trinidad Castaneda about commissions and encouraging uh, people to, to get on. Get involved. Yeah. yeah. And get involved. It's really important. If you're a civic minded person, commission is a great start. I was on the board of trustees for the, I don't know if it's a board, well, the board at the library. Mm-hmm. So I was commissioner for there uh, for the yeah. Fullerton Public Library, and that was awesome. Yeah, so I've been out, taking out your interest in getting involved and 
Yeah. Having your voice heard is really important. Yeah. And, and if you have a question, call your um, city council person mm-hmm. and they will address you in the right direction if you need help. Like I think the community development board, I'll be helping people with their lawns, if they're in yeah. problems with their plumbing, if they're yeah. in problems with the roof. I don't know yeah. exactly, but I will be a resource to help yeah. people. Um, right. I'll get more information from Fred when we have right. our first meeting. But I, you know, since I live down here in the South, I know a lot of people are in need. So sure. I think that's why he chose to put me on there and I can get the word out that we have right. resources to help. Right. So I am right. thrilled about that one too. Good, good. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see what you accomplish. I know. Jody. you have been such a help too. I think you were on oh, that first call when I, they yeah. were saying, they need somebody in Fullerton. Yeah, we need to identify yeah, people. We need to identify people. Yeah, you did. You identified me or somebody yeah. gave you my number to give to you to give me and I appreciate yeah. it. And Pam got to me and here I am a trustee yeah. member and I am thrilled and I'm thankful to you by getting the word oh. out about local politics. It's really, really important. Yeah, I'm excited about the vaccine going into different areas, different cities of Good. Good. so that we yeah. can get everybody vaccinated. Yeah, because we got to get people vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. I don't know when Good. my time will come, but I'm ready. Yeah. Well, Dr. Calhoun, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you.